What it do on deck is this your man Animal Brown checking in. Our sponsor for this episode is BeardOrganics.com. They are an all-natural beard oil formula. I mean, it was made from the earth, Craig. It was put here for me and you. They got two flavors, coconut lime and my personal favorite, sweet almond. I got it in my beard right now. I smell amazing. And they have a special offer for our listeners. You get 10% off your first order by simply using the promo code on deck. That easy. Promo code on deck. Get 10% off your first order. It's already affordable. The extra 10% is just icing on the cake. So whether your beard game is A1 since day one like me, or you got the struggle beard like Spike Lou, Beard Organics will keep your joint moisturized and on shine. One more time. Beardorganics.com. Promo code on deck. Support the real. the business is it's another week in the books it's the on deck tv podcast i am spike lou man holla at your boy animal brown follow me on all things social media animal underscore brown also i am there as well anything social media that you're looking for me at i am spike lou instagram twitter all your little fun things like that you ain't on snap uh very rarely very rarely what's your purpose son I mean, what's your purpose in life if you're not on snap right now i'm an adult that's one i don't have time uh what you have shaking this weekend man man i had a very big big eventful weekend big eventful weekend i did went to new york shout out brooklyn they took care of me oh man you went home i went home queen queen's village is home allegedly slash nashville allegedly but I if was in Brooklyn. We like for her to verify. This. <laughs> I was in Brooklyn for the um, Rough Rider reunion show. What? Which I will go into detail about a little later. I think we got some DMX news on here somewhere. Was it at the Barclays? It was. How was the Barclays? Barclays was nice. I was there last year for the Bad Boy reunion. I mean, how has it been since you've been? Like, nigga, ain't like you go to the Barclays every I'm other day. Man, it looked the same as it did when I went last year, I'm dude. Just has anything changed? Shit, you know, you down here in Atlanta. Um, nah, but more on that later. What I did do last week that I wanted to talk about though is the Big Sean concert. That Over nigga put on concert? a show that was ten times better than I expected. Wow. I'm a huge fan of that I decided album, but I didn't know how his show was gonna be. Mm-hmm. His set was super dope. He came out to that voices in my head slash stick to the plan. It was turned up from there on out, dude. He had me locked in the entire time. Mm. Uh what's your girl named Tiana Taylor? She walked done? in. She walked in. What she mean, walked, walked in, in and in? sat in our section. I was like, what the fuck? It was super random. Only reason I knew it was her, because she had a big 800-pound bodyguard, and she had on like an all-yellow Tommy jacket. And who the fuck has on like Tommy? Real life. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real question. Let's get down to the real specifics. What that body, is it anything like the video? First off, I was with the missus. You couldn't sneak a peek? Nah, you a grown-ass man, I broke my neck to oh, look. Man. I just wanted to clarify that. I still had to look. Nah. And she had the oversized Tommy jacket, so I couldn't uh, see. Don't do us like that, Tiana Taylor. I was hot about that, but it was super random. But that Big Sean show was lit from beginning to end. 
I'm shocked. It wasn't a. Uh, it wasn't like the tabernacle was sectioned off. Was it was it? at the tabernacle. Sectioned off. But no, nah, no. Nah, but I'm saying she just walked into the general oh like, like seating area. I was like, what the fuck? Oh wow. Yeah. Hmm. But very good show. I think his tour is over. So <laughs> if you missed it, but catch him next go round. It was just him straight through. No opening acts anything. Like uh, that? Made in Tokyo opened up. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, what you have on deck for the weekend? Man, I went to the uh, Charlemagne the God book signing. Uh, black privilege. Black, black privilege. You got your first book now. That's what's up. Congrats. I got, I got you on reading. <laughs> Let's forget that very clear, nigga. You was like the slave in Roots, nigga. And I was showing you the books. Like, we can do that? My first. I know you reading, but no. Uh, I went to the um, Charlemagne the God book signing. It was dope. I will say that Charlemagne, in person, is a very humble guy. He was down to earth. He took time out. You had two, three books, whatever it may be. He was signing all of them. He was shaking hands. He was listening to people's story. I know one thing that probably gets tiring, like the questions in the Q&A was some slow. Motherfuckers was probably crazy as fuck. Man, you know people had their own little agenda. Like, you got to screen questions everywhere. Like, you just yep. can't let motherfuckers, like, tap, grab a mic and be like, whoop-de-whoop. Nah. But what I will say... The lady that the general manager of the store, she came out before Charlemagne came out, and she was just like introducing it, saying how everything was gonna go down. And in that introduction, she says, "Hey, we're gonna have a Q and A after the sign, well, before the signing or the interview, guys. And if it gets too rowdy or things get out of hand, we'll have to shut it down immediately." What did you think when you first heard that? Honestly, did you pay attention? Were you like, "Damn, bitch," or were you just like, "You just kept I was, moving"? I was reading a book, the book, waiting on him to come out, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, you know how you get a, the what the fuck? Your boy with the mean, with the Gucci hat on, for that, sure. That you're like, what? Yeah. Like, so when Bobby Valentine comes up there and does his book about fiction and sci-fi and fantasy or whatever, I'm wondering, does she give the same? Preference right now. Good so? question. What, I, do, you, do you think she does? Probably not. Okay. So with that being said, during the Q and A when Charlemagne was out there, there was a guy that asked the question. He says, "So Charlemagne, you say you never experienced racism, and before you came out, the lady, well, before you came out, the cracker ass cracker, no as way he put it, that. those are his words, not mine. No way. He said cracker ass cracker, <laughs> the cracker ass cracker. He had to be from Florida. T- tough." That's straight uh, Duval. That's Duval all day. But he says the cracker-ass cracker told us not to get too rowdy, not to do this, not to do that. And if we weren't a room full of black people and you weren't who you were, do you think she would have said that? What did he say? Great question for Charlemagne. Yeah, that was a good question. So Charlemagne, he didn't jump out the door and and shit on her. Let's boycott Barnes uh, Barnes & Noble, whatever it may be, which I felt like was very smart. All he said was simply, he started off with a joke, lighten the mood real quick, let's get off his crack-ass cracker shit. Right. And he said if she had a, announced herself as not being a white female devil, before she said any of that, then we would have knew to be at ease and take everything that she said she was trying to help us. But he said, not in all reality, um, he don't know her intentions. He can't get inside her head, so he can't say that she was intending that to be like, hey, I know you guys are black and you may get up." Rowdy or whatever it may be He can't say that that was her intention Because he hadn't had an interaction with her That made him feel that way No because he has a book And he's looking to do future books And he can't shit on Barnes and Noble And also he <laughs> wants to do another Q&A At Barnes and Noble Georgia Tech I'm sure So you gotta protect that relationship Which I'm not mad at though I'm not like, mad at if, it if either I, But If I'm doing a book called Black 
privilege, I got to understand what my privilege is and capitalize off that. And going in on Barnes and Noble at that point definitely wasn't it. Yeah, now I agree. Even though we all know what she was thinking, though. Right, exactly. The same people that put security outside of the NWA movie. Or they follow you around the store. When yeah, you, you follow you around Macy's. New Dillard's or whatever it may be. But with that being said, it was a great show. I don't want that to take away from the whole thing. Uh, Charlamagne's Q&A was fantastic. Wax was backstage with the two little shirt on. Him, <laughs> him, him, and Sheik Luch. You know, we were talking about how big Sheik was. Sheik could start defensive tackle for the Giants right now. Easily. And dominate Yeah Not talk. just be on the field dominate. Pro Bowl Yeah With that being said Him and Wax would be a, a standoff bat- That's a battle Where the Titans Knock down Drag them out They'll need Like a ring Wouldn't even be enough you Just gotta let them Free roam <laughs> the They gotta be the octagon like, They need a whole space <laughs> Them two of the biggest guys I've ever seen Paul Like Paul's But Them two niggas Like I, ain't, I don't want no smoke Yeesh <laughs> But shout out to Charlemagne. That was a great. That was a great event, man. That's what's up, man. Shout out to Charlemagne. I'm fucking with the book. I'm reading it. I'm about two chapters deep. I'm gonna see what he hitting on. Sure. So as you can see by the uh, he got his own title, TV shirt too. Ah, uh, that's yeah. He need to rock that shirt one time on Breakfast Club, man. Tough. And don't wear that shit when Lil Twist come on. Wear it when like Birdman come back or something. Birdman or Drake never coming. Back. <laughs> wear it when Drake on there. It's not gonna happen either. Wear it tomorrow, <laughs> nigga. Shit. Four million views. Uh, but yeah, now that sparked the topic for the day, man. Best hip hop books. I got my top three. You got your top three. Yep, we read. Yeah, man. So that's gonna be a good topic, man. But of course, before let's do some network news. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we've got other shows on the network. If you're a sports fan, which of course you are, everybody loves sports. Mm-hmm. Full. Sport Press Podcast every Monday. How Weezy, Coach Locke, Jay Hove. Um, their latest episode is up. They're doing a mock draft, NFL draft for this Thursday. That shit came quick. Tough. Um, Who your Packers second, you know? We better take somebody in that secondary or we're going to get torched for 40 points a game like we did last year. Uh, don't y'all got Sam Shields coming back or something, though? We need to get somebody in that secondary or we're going to get torched for 40 points a game like we did last year. Oh, trace, anyway. Uh, with that being said, shout out to Full Sport Press Podcast, man, uh, and their what was it? The draft preview? No, the yep. draft, a mock draft. Mock draft, okay. yeah. They go through the whole I first round. This. Got my Cowboys taken, man. So I got to check that out and see who my Cowboys are taking. Absolutely. Um, also, the Ladies Room Podcast, man, they doing the three anniversary show. Yeah, it's already up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shout out to them, Anne Marie and Rizzo. I got to kick it with them when I was in New York too. Shout nice. out to y'all, That's nice. ladies. You look good. Um, mm-hmm. I chilled with them. They funny as hell. Had me laughing the whole time. I can believe that. Um, they said they gonna they gonna step up the podcast, do it more frequently, mm. and not just when the fuck they want to. Mm. Um, so we're gonna see. I, I'm holding them to that. Looking forward to it Absolutely And finally Fresh for Dummies podcast Me and the homie Jay Hove um, It's a self-help Self-help Damn Self-help podcast Chihuahua's your tongue man. Shit um, Man directly related to the fashion culture man Check that out New episode coming very soon Now can we get into this rap shit please That's what we here for I mentioned DMX you did. Excuse me, I mentioned the Rough Riders concert, you, which you obviously the front runner for Rough Riders was DMX. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna talk about the concert in a second, but I thought it was People interesting to hear about that concert. Yeah, no, nah, it's I'm, uh, we're gonna talk about the concert. Joe right. Budden, though, okay. on his show Everyday Struggle, yep. when discussing DMX and his uh, concert, said that DMX was a top ten rapper of all time. Now mm-hmm. on the show, no one blinked an eye. No one's He didn't stutter When he said it Yes because he on there With academics And the chick <laughs> And your girl I like her though 
And I thought it was very interesting that he said that so strongly and there was not one ounce of opposition. My question is simple. Is DMX a top 10 rapper of all time? My answer is simple. Hell no. Your answer is disrespectful. Hell the fuck no. <laughs> if I could be even more disrespectful to this blasphemous statement. It's, it, no way. Like I can name rappers that are nowhere near the top 10 that are better than DMX. And the reason why and you'll get into this later. Yep. DMX can't even go perform now. <laughs> I can't even expect a song out of this dude. Like, if Rakim wanted to, he could go perform. Could he? Big Daddy, yes. All right. He ain't like, he ain't like the. I'm going to let you get into the, I can For feel sure. it in the air tonight. But <laughs> Rakim is not going doing that at concerts. He's not going, uh, I wouldn't assume drunk. I've never been to a Rakim concert. But uh, I'll use another example. Anybody actually like? Don't do that, dude. Don't do that. As for a career rise, E Forty is yes. a better rapper than DMX. Fuck no. I'll go. I'll go even more disrespectful. Scarface, better rapper than DMX. I'm, that that's fair though. I can that that's fair. Okay, that's a fair Snoop, point. Snoop better than DMX. That's disrespectful. Because <laughs> at least Snoop's still putting out albums, dude. Like. I put it to you this way: Jordan's fifty years old, right? Okay. Best basketball player ever, for sure. The top ten, anybody in the top ten basketball, don't matter how long they've been retired, they could wash you and me both in a one-on-one pickup game <laughs> right now. I I'm can not wash you sure one-on-one. That if we both go in the booth and DMX is there, that you or me can together come up with better sixteen, or individually come up with better sixteens than he could come up with. I, I just, I'm not sure. That's the problem. Your whole, that's, that's the hole What's in the your problem? whole argument. Uh, why? You're thinking of what have you done for me lately, DMX. Okay. okay. That's, not the, that's not the point. We're talking about his career as a whole. Right. We're thinking, we're thinking level 10 DMX when he was a star. Okay. And that's what you go off of. You don't go off when somebody's falling off a cliff. That's not what we're counting. Everything that goes up must come down, dude. That's just how it goes. Now, he's crashing a little bit harder. <laughs> how did Jay-Z fall looking? Jay-Z look is the, uh, obviously the exception to the rule. <laughs> we know that. Fall looking. I mean, See, hey. All I'm saying is, like, if you're going to mention him in top 10 and you're comparing him to people like, I just talked, no, nah, it's Jay-Z. Like, That's fine. No, it's not fine because <laughs> you're talking about a stretch of time. Like, yeah, DMX had a moment, and it was fantastic. We loved it. It was good for hip-hop. 50 Cent had a moment too. We're going to call him a top 10 rapper? No. Jeezy DMX had is better than him. Jeezy had a moment. He frying him. DMX frying Jeezy. It's the same thing though. Hip hop was missing these things when these people came. They took the underground by storm. True. It overflowed and, and busted out into the mainstream. And everybody loved them, whether it be Jeezy for hustling, DMX for being street, or 50 for being gangster, whatever it was, it's the same scenario for all of them. Nothing is specific about it. Like, yeah, you don't tell me stories about DMX beating Jay-Z in a rap battle in 1989, because I don't <laughs> care. That, that to me, that ain't got shit to do with his top 10 ranking, my nigga. I don't, I don't care. You can out-rap Jay-Z in 89, that's fine. But what I'm saying is there, there are a lot more rappers that have been way more consistent and can still perform today, right now. I can't get nothing out of DMX right now. Dude, it doesn't matter if DMX would have got on stage and Michael Jackson moonwalked that bitch. Yes, it does. No. because How do you feel about DMX? DMX was a movie star. Like, he was about to cross over into being a movie star. He about was going to be. About to. I, about he was to he was about to. in the top ten. Dude, that's all I'm saying. 
He was like the New York Pop. Stop. That's, that's so dis- <laughs> that's disgustingly disrespectful. He was the closest thing to pop. I would rather you say like, what? I'm, dude. How? Tell me how. DMX came out at a time because he was in movies and he rapped. Is that why? Look, DMX came out at a time when everything was shiny suits. Okay. Puff was running shit. Yeah. This nigga came out with the dusty Tims, nigga, no shirt and a dog as a best friend. That was him. Man, he changed the game. He didn't change the game. Man, he had a moment, dude. He had six no ones in a row. Okay, bro. if he changed That's the not game. A moment. Okay, let me tell you about changing the game. You remember when Jeezy came out? Of course. And you remember how many niggas that rapped about the stuff that he rapped about prior to him in depth every song, all album? None. I'm not. I'm not doubting I, I, that. I'll go. I'll go all the way down. To none. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> But soon as Jeezy came out And did that Niggas felt like Oh I can rap about Selling drugs And call myself a rapper That's changing the game That's changing DMX, the game For worse I, we got, I, I, I'm not saying It's changing the game For better or for worse I'm just saying It changed the game 50 changed the game None of them Jaru Were as talented that, but, None uh, of them Were as talented As DMX That's fine That's None all I'm saying None of them smoke crack Either though That's true and, So if we're talking About a list We're going to talk About top 10 crackheads DMX definitely Makes that list <laughs> Whitney Houston Charlie Sheen Bobby Brown uh, the, the mayor of Detroit the, the Back in the day Mayor Barry Like those, those people Made like, He on that list Strong I remember when we did The Hip Hop Mount Rushmore Episode and Long you, long you wanted, time you ago You wanted DMX on that And I wanted DMX On the Hip Hop Mount Rushmore And Joe Button Just backed up my claim But you a fan though You a DMX fan You've been a DMX fan if, Of course someone like me Who just likes music And I'm not a DMX fan There's no way in If that's the case Then you can't argue Against people saying That Kendrick Lamar Is top 10 right now Longevity. Because he has Three Albums comparable to the three albums that everybody quotes for DMX. Shit, and don't don't quote me to oh he dropped two fire albums in one year. He did. Future just did that. Nah, so nah. we can't. That ain't that ain't a thing anymore. Not to this magnitude. Not to what? that DMX man. Them two Future classics. Just had two number one albums. Them two classics. Oh my god. DMX has six what? number one albums in a row. Dude. What's the best DMX song? Song. What's your favorite or best DMX song? Whichever one you choose to stay right now. The one with him, Locks and Jay. I can't think of the name of it. Right, that's, jump through the sunroof, sunroof. Jump uh, through the top where the sunroof used to be. I can you, tell y'all not used to me. Okay, your answer's incorrect. Is what these bitches want from it, nigga? That's probably <laughs> the best DMX song. Nah. And if it's you were compare that to someone else in the top ten, as far as that's his best song. Okay, well, yeah, best single. That's best single. That's his best single. Yeah, he that so, slipping. So, that wasn't no single, was it? Yeah, it was. Fire. Y'all got X fucked up. That's the moral of the story, dude. It, no and he's top has, 10. No one has X fucked up, and you would have a strong leg to stand on if he could still perform now. If <laughs> he could write bars now. If I could call DMX and get a coherent verse right now, then you would be like, I, I would definitely listen to your argument. But being the fact that you just went to a show and this nigga started performing Phil Collins in the middle of his set, nah, I'm good. Can I talk about this show real quick? Go ahead. Because this... First of all, let me paint the picture. It's at Barclays. It's popping. The same Barclays two years ago. Yes, yeah, the same fucking Barclays from last year. <laughs> it was a sea of Tim Boots in Yankee fitteds. This was in May? I mean, yes. April? Late no, April? Oh, no. Listen, on the train? No, hold on. I'm glad you mentioned that. Because okay. New York, I know New York is listening because New York fuck with us. We fuck with New York. And we fuck with New York. But listen, I seen a nigga with a do-rag. Not, not no, stop. A right Sean. There. Stop your story right there. <laughs> 
You didn't see a nigga outside in public in a do rag in 2017. I seen a nigga outside in public. Phone. He had a flip phone. He don't have access to Twitter. With a do rag, a Sean John velour suit, matching top and bottom with the Nike Gome Dome boots. Dude. Listen, dude. What? Them Dude. little Gome Dome boots from like 05. All right. This nigga was fresh as hell in 03. If this was 03, if yesterday was 2003, then if he just came from a party okay. and the theme was 2003, he was the freshest nigga in the party. All right. So New York, I got to, hey man. So New York fucks with us. I want to know what borough he was from. That's a good, Y'all I should have asked him. know what borough the nigga, what did he have on again? Sean John Velour suit. Okay. Matching top to bottom. The Nike boots from 03. What color was the Velour suit? Navy. Navy You had to go with the Navy Yankee hat uh, And the, the black do-rag underneath Jesus Christ Come on Hey man Help help us help y'all dude Did he have a, a, a Walkman? Did <laughs> <laughs> nigga have like And they were banging CD, some he have a CD player? Man Oh that's funny Let us know what borough he was from the Please movie. Please let us know what borough This nigga in the Navy blue Sean John Velour suit In late April in, Man and With God. the do-rag on <laughs> I gotta know where he was from But, but go ahead Back to the show Alright, Barclays popping. When the when the empty seat in the house. Tiana Taylor was there. <laughs> Tiana Taylor might have been there. Okay. That's how popping it was. It was cracking. Okay. Dragon opens up. What? Well actually no. The Fuck. no the Damn. new sign the new signees to Rough Riders opened up. They got new acts. Even worse. Who knew that? Mm. Now number two, when it was time for the Rough Riders to come on, Dragon opened up, he did three songs. What three songs? Uh, to, uh, for I mean, obviously he did the down the bottom H2O. shit. Oh uh, yeah, H two O. Yeah, he did a couple off the H two O joint. I can't remember. That'd be it. No yeah, that was it. Three songs. He was out of there. Shout out Drag On. Though. I bought that H two O. I did too. Uh, next Eve rap. came out second. What she looked like? Eve looked nice. She had the one piece like jumpsuit on. It was snug. Snug. Had the ponytail to the back. Mm. I was fucking with it. Fucking with it. People were fucking with Eve heavy. That ass was fat. No. Nah, that's oh, yeah, she date the white European. Yeah, it's, just, it's deflated. Gotcha. Um, but people were fucking with a strong crowd was into a heavy. I right, cool. Next, Swiss came out by himself. Yes, Swiss performed. Yes, hmm. he did a couple hooks. Was he behind a DJ booth? Or he had a mic. Nah, he was performing. He was on stage with the mic and everything. Wow. Swiss beats did a couple hooks. See, see now this 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 is starting to sound patched together to me. Nah, I'm. First of all, it I took need a sw- like bro. I don't need a drag on, and I don't need a Swiss Beast performance. Nor do I need. This the Rough Riders. You need drag on. What are you talking about? Amongst everybody else, I don't need him to like. Oh, nah, like a solo set. No, nah, I don't need that. But go ahead. Now it took five minutes in between acts for people to come out. Mm-hmm. Not sure what that was about. And every time somebody performed, it was thirty niggas on the side of the stage each. <laughs> Left side it was thirty niggas. Right side it was thirty. Look the Source Awards. That was strange. On stage, like, did the, did the other niggas have mics and anything like no, that? No, thank God. Yeah. So, Swiss comes out. He brings out. He had 30 niggas, too? Yes. Wow. To the left and right. Jesus Christ. He brought out French Montana. He brought out Cassidy. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. What? I'm not really sure. He brought out Fat Joe. That nigga said I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure why he brought out French Montana. What did French do? Did he, like, harmonize a, a hook? No. He did a. Uh, like, was he at, his hype So, man? Fat, need a lap dance. And uh, I ain't worried about nothing. That nigga brought out French Montana. Yeah. Then, so Fat Joe comes out, does lean back. Oh, this sounds rough right here. I don't want my money. Nah, people was fucking with it. People was fucking with all this. Mm. He does lean back, and right before Remy Ma verse come on, she comes out to do her verse, and I swear to you, she, no lie, yeah. 
the sound that came from that stadium when Remy Ma walked out to do Lean Back was deafening. I couldn't hear shit. Really? Nigga. Was I, it louder than when Gucci came out down here? Yes. What? This was the loudest sound I had ever fucking heard, dude. When Remy Ma came out. When Remy Ma came out for Lean Back, I swear to you, a piece of the building collapsed and ki- killed like three niggas, dude. Like, it was that fucking loud when she came out. What do you think about that? You think I thought it was very people, interesting. You, don't think people, you think people not fucking with Nikki? I think it was just Brooklyn. She from the Bronx. I know. I don't. I don't know, dude. Like, that's just, I know she from the Bronx, but I'm like, dude, is the Brook? Where is Brooklyn in relation to the Bronx? Are they neighbors? I don't know. I have no idea. Are they slick, like I've related never, to each I've other? Never been in New York. I have no idea, dude. The sound was deafening. I thought that was very interesting. I had to ask Rizzo if Nikki would have came out. Would if she have gotten that same response? I'm just. I'm very interested. She said probably not for that crowd. Not oh, for that oh, Rough Rider so crowd. Okay, so the Ratchet Rough Rider. Oh, okay. That, you know what I'm saying? 90, 98, 99. Yeah, in there fucking with the Rough Riders. Right. And, and it's the Bronx and the shit like that. Like, Locks and shit. They took the train down. Okay, I get right. it. Right. All right, yeah, all right. So, but she just got buried. So I, I, it makes sense in, a, in in one sense, but in the other sense, like. It was deafening. No bullshit. Deafening is kind of shocking to me. I ain't going to lie. That fucked me up. Then um, Locks came out. They brought out Akon for Locked Up. What? Akon came out to do Locked Up with Styles P. I'm not. He I'm came, not. no lie, he came out. First of all, he came out too soon. He started singing too soon, so he was off. I'm surprised Sheik didn't spring on him. He did, lo- he did Locked Up. <laughs> and he did the hook one time and left. Was Sheik there? Yes. I'm surprised he didn't hit him. <laughs> Clean Akon. He would have killed Akon. Clean him up, dude. Clean him up real quick. So, look, man. the locks go off. They brought an Uncle Murder, too. Again, I'm not really sure why. He, they on tour together. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Damn, they was on tour together. together. Yeah. So then, DMX, I mean, Locks leaves on Nice X time. It takes 20 minutes from the time the Locks get off stage for DMX to come on stage. We know this, though. Do you know how long 20 minutes is when you're sitting in a stadium waiting on the next act? Mm-mm. It's like an hour. Tough. It shit feels forever, dude. So he ca- he finally comes out. The energy is dead. And, like, the, your, your service spotty because it's tough. So Battery slick dead. Twitter. You can't really do no more videos. Ain't nobody Dude, out there. Yeah, okay. The energy the is gone when X, by the time X comes out. Like, niggas is tired. The night is late as fuck. He comes out, does a couple of shit. He does, like, two or three old joints and then starts talking. Then he does a new song. DMX ain't got no new song. That nobody knew. He probably didn't even know it. Did he, did he perform it correctly? He performed the song. Bro, it wasn't one person moving, man. Then he started ranting about... Like uh, him doing this and that, and I can feel it in the air tonight. And the gal in the front was cute, and he would he would fuck only if she let him. But he's joking uh, only if she's not. And then his ex wife was right there. He brought her out, and he started ranting about something else, but you really couldn't tell because he was slurring. Then he tried to do another song. By this time, people are leaving. As I would too. People were le- people were. T- you know what it looked like traffic. when it's a blowout. You gotta beat that traffic, man. Yeah. Niggas was trying to beat the traffic, dude. And I was like, really? Traffic? Niggas is trying to beat traffic during the middle of a DMX 20 year? Yeah, because he's not a top 10 rapper. No. You don't walk all... out on top 10 rappers, I'm just saying. <laughs> he had a bad night. He had an off night. And he had an off career. <laughs> <laughs> Shout but, out to DMX, though. But that, w- that was a very interesting night. 
a lot of miscues, a lot of bad timings, a lot of Eve was out there for about 30 seconds standing on stage with a full outfit and dancers waiting on the music to drop. Eve ain't got time for this shit either. No, she man. don't. And she said, she said, man, I'm just waiting on my music to drop. She a billionaire. She ain't got time to play with y'all on this Rough Riders tour and y'all 60 people on stage and y'all waiting 10 minutes to drop music. She or, way off that. Or DMX mumbling like she done. Yeah, with all that being said, DMX still top 10. No. And he also might be number one fall off. He might be number one rap fall off, bro. He can't be number one rap fall off because he's right where he need to be. Most successful crack smokers, yes. He top ten now. <laughs> Rappers, no. It's not possible. Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston, Charlie Sheen, DMX. Ain't that some shit? Talk. All right, man. Let's move on. Um, Time Magazine does their 100 most influential list every year. Uh, I've been on there like three, four times. Have you? Uh, yeah, I'm a savage. Is this the same list we talking about? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, they had two rappers on the list this year. Facts, folks. <laughs> two rappers made the list. One was Chance the Rapper. Mm. Two was Childish Gambino, is aka he, Donald is Glover. He, is he a rapper? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, he's a comedian. <laughs> he's a little bit of everything. Um, so did they get it right? Anybody they leave out from the hip hop world? Um, in your opinion? Influential. Wait, are those two accurate? Can are, is that respectable? Chance and why is Chance on here? Chance is, is winning. This, this is a legitimate question. I, I ain't saying he's not winning, but why is he on here? The coloring book album, mm-hmm. doing 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 what he's doing, being independent. Is I believe the, it, is it the independent thing that has Chance on here? It it is. And Donald Glover is the having his hand in so many different things and being so versatile. ATL. Okay. Or Atlanta. Well, I mean, me. not even just that, but just being versatile. Yeah, the like music he can sing, too. He can rap. He's a comedian. He's an actor. <laughs> he got a lot of things going on. They're going for 2016. The album and the show is easily will put him on here, which is oh, fair. Right, right. I'm just saying he got a lot of things going. On. True, like octopus. Uh, <laughs> Chance. I'm not shitting on him when I say why is he on the list, but I I really don't understand if you're not going to put other people on here like Kanye West. I thought that too. I, no Ooh. lie, that was going to be the person I was going to name. I mean, because it's obvious. Like, to chances, be fair, like, chances under Kanye, you got Yeezy and you got the shoes and all of these things. That like, live show, man. It's much even the, the live floating show, stage, yeah, dude. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not a big Kanye West fan at this point. Yeah, you are. I was prior to, <laughs> but I would lie and sit here to say that Chance is more influential than Kanye in 2016. Yes, all like right. Chance. I'm not sitting on what Chance is doing. He's doing his thing, and it's great. I love it. I'm a fan. Yes, but more influential than Kanye, more influential than Drake. He had a Grammy Even win, Kendrick. too. Kendrick. Independent Grammy I win. I want to talk Grammys. We can talk Kendrick. Independent. I don't. Grand, Kendrick didn't even drop last year, man. Don't do that. We're only talking about 2016. But we're talking about bro. influence, though. In 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 from, one year, in one context. And the influence that he had with that album and the last thing that he came out with, he's still influential. Nah, don't do that. You forcing him on the list now for you, no you're reason. You're saying that just because Chance came out with the album, and you you're saying that he was independent. Yes, and 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 where he took himself to Kit Kat commercials. So independence was the key. White House Kit Kat commercials, the Grammys being independent—that's clutch. That's allegedly. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I and I'm not saying that he's not independent. I just don't know how influential the Chance is, because even though he may be independent, not not just for me. Even though he may be independent, if we're talking about influence, how many of his peers have record deals? No, I'm saying of the youth, he's influential. What what, what are he doing? Telling people not to sign record deals, like I, I'm. I'm now, now you sound like a hater. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not you wasn't hating at first. No, 
I'm not hating. I'm just saying where where is the influence? He's doing his thing independently. That's absolutely right. But where's the influence? So where's Donald Glover influence? You could ask he everywhere. That. No, where's it? After he said Bad and Bougie was the best song that I ever fair. heard, where did the Migos go? That was 2017, but I'll accept it. That's cool. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'll accept was. it. He's on the list probably because of that. So I'm saying if Chance the Rapper go say, hey, listen to whoever. No, people listen goes. to Chance, though. People listen to Chance, bro. Like, Just because me, he hasn't co-signed a song and it went number one. Now, okay, he ain't done that, but give me one example. Of something he did Similar to what Donald Glover did Come on man I'm just asking you Give me one example I'm saying When you're who you are When you're Chance And you're able to Be independent And broker deals With big boy Entities like Apple And you're able to Put yourself in position To be on TV With Kit Kat commercials And you're able to Finagle your way To the White House And you're able to Donate millions of dollars man. To Chicago schools That's And you're it. able to When you're able to Move around like that You're influential Kids are wearing that hat They got the three on it like, they're doing that shit. People are sounding like him. Big dog, grade A hip hoppers are hopping on his shit. Is that because he chanced? Was it because of association with good music? All of it, though. Cause he, and, and you got to rent some of those hits that are on that Pablo album, Chance wrote. Okay, so I'm saying. <laughs> That's if he, influential. If, he, if I hadn't wrote songs for Kanye West, would that, like, the influence isn't necessarily him. It's, it's what he did and who he associated to. That's fair. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Okay, I get that. All right. Yeah, that's fine. I, and, and like I said, I'm not hating at all. I yeah, just don't, you are. I, no, I just don't necessarily think that Chance ain't there yet. I feel like he has a lot more to do. He's yeah. doing a lot more in Chicago. Like these one of them dudes that you'll look up and say, "Oh, he was a rapper." You know what I'm saying? Like ten years, fifteen years from now, you're gonna look back and say, "Oh, he was a rapper," and it's gonna be like one of the smaller credits on his profile overall. So that's I'm not hating when I say that. Yeah. In the future, not right now, <laughs> nigga. So that's other than what I'm saying, so Kanye, would, you would have been cool if Kanye would have been on that. It would have been like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's good. I'm good with that. Any other? What if Charlamagne would have made it? I like that. That's a, that's a very good pick. I like that as well. What if? I can't think of no other rappers though. I ain't gonna nah. lie. I mean that that's it. Like if, if we gonna do because I can't do Glover. Kendrick and I can't do J Cole. It was too late, and he really didn't make an impact with that project. Why wouldn't you put your boy Drake on there or Jay Z? Because if you want to say last year was an off year, and I got air quotes over off or future. for Drake, because the people didn't people didn't love views, but he had billions of streams off. He broke hella records. He broke the YouTube. And he also changed the sound with that island sound, because people copied that shit. Tory Lanez, Tiger, Alicia Keys. So actually, Recently damn. He, French Montana. French Montana. Damn, he should have been on there, actually, now that I just sit here and should talk it out loud. place to have been added to. Are we taking him off? Are we taking? Uh, There's other people on the list you could have took off. John Legend's on the list. Shout out to John Legend. Alicia Keys on there too. Alicia Keys on the list. I don't. I'm not sure why. At this point, Swiss more influential than her. So <laughs> Drake should have made it over both of them. That's a good point. I ain't even think about Drizzy. Yeah. I was gonna let Drizzy slide. I was gonna go this whole episode without mentioning him, but you made me say it. You're a Drake fan. Bro. Slick. Man, that shit, man. You OVO. My goal is to be on that next year. I'll you OVO boy. animal. <laughs> <laughs> To be on the next year as well You're absolutely right We influencing the culture For next year See, I'll make sure that happens Most that definitely TV Fans uh, Now I'm going to say a name We haven't said on this show In about two years what? Machine Gun Kelly Who? We've got Machine Gun Kelly news The bad boy <laughs> artist Something bad had to happen Yes he had an art <laughs> Yeah shit That's the only way Nigga talking about it. That's the only way We talking about him He suffered an apparent Heart attack While on stage performing what? Apparent heart attack He leaves Goes backstage Gets treated 
comes back out and finishes the show. Is this real or real stupid by Machine Gun Kelly? I think he got that Walter White. That's the only way you're having heart attack. How old is Machine Gun Kelly? 30? He a young boy. 29? He ain't even I'm that old, probably. With, as you look it up, I'm saying that, <laughs> I don't know what Machine Gun Kelly was on to think or to have had a heart attack on stage or how hard he was going and for that to cause him to have an heart attack. <laughs> but... It, it it doesn't make any sense, so I don't know if it's a publicity stunt. I don't know if it got us on to talk about Machine Gun Kelly. But what I will say is this. For him to go back out and finish that show, though, and for them to thought that that's what happened, he'll be for that. Because ain't, ain't no black person doing that. <laughs> we ain't like, a heart attack, nigga? Right. Nah, take me to the hospital, bro. I'm not going back. I'll get y'all money back. I'll get y'all whatever y'all need. I'm not finishing this show, though. For, so, for one, Machine Gun Kelly is 27. Having a heart attack. Allegedly. Now, what he, what he said when he came back out was that he was having chest pains because <laughs> he was doing stunts from, his, from a movie that he's in so earlier in the day. Quit playing. And he took like 60 shots to the chest. For the role he quit playing. And so he was having That's where the issues Came into quit, play He needs to quit Fucking playing What are you doing What Stunts from a movie then? Yeah he he is. Quit playing Are you gonna rap Or are you gonna do Stunts from a movie Get you a stunt <laughs> man Dude Come on Machine Gun Kelly Now I seen A headline earlier Talking about He got punched in the chest 60 times Is that what the That's what that was Talking from? about Yeah Okay alright So that's stupid <laughs> That's dumb Like I don't even know Why Machine Gun Kelly Would think he could take 60 shots to the chest First of all What movie are you in Are you in a Kung Fu movie What are you doing Kill Bill 3 Wasn't he uh, Yeah It's some shit I don't want to see Already no, no You're not the only one That's not gonna see that So you're wasting your time Machine Gun Kelly Doing stunts for this movie That no one is gonna see <laughs> Satisfy your fans At your show dude This nigga said He got hit in the chest 60 times Dude, if I think movie? I had a heart attack Stunt for a movie, heart attack I'm 27, get out of here machine gun killer Yeah, he, he bullshitting Nice try though nice. This got you back in the It's a reason we ain't talked about him in over a year He ain't making good music Yeah, he really not mm. I don't know I don't know Why if though? I still, I don't know if he's he still, still on signing Puff? I think Okay. If Puff done wash his hands with him Puff done with that um, That's why he getting punched in the chest 60 times Clearly If he was fucking with Puff, he ain't taking no 60 shots to the chest Ain't no nigga fucking with Puff taking six shots <laughs> in the chest. Not one. Oh, uh, shit. All right, moving on real quick for this music break. Jeezy, man. You remember 2014. When they locked him up for that murder. Yep, that's the one. It was in Mountain View, California. I think he was on the tour. Wiz was there as well. Uh, it's where a promoter had ended up getting shot and killed. Jeezy was held, questioned, oh, and yeah. actually wasn't let out. Yeah, for a couple did, days. Well, actually, they cleared him. He didn't want to leave his team in there, so he had to make sure that Bell was raised. For, well, he said Bell was raised for everybody that was associated with him because he knew that they had nothing to do with what went on. Yeah. So uh, now the family of uh, the deceased is suing Jeezy, saying that mm -hmm. he is responsible because, according to TMZ, mm -hmm. um, they have witnesses that claim. Uh, the shooter looked like, and I got air quotes over this, looked like Jeezy. Mm -hmm. And that a witness picked the rap star out of a photo, line, photo lineup as the killer. Mm -hmm. um, someone also did a deposit sketch, composite sketch, and they drew someone that, air quote, looked eerily similar to the way young Jeezy looked. 
end quote. Um, how worried should Jeezy be about this? Um, I mean, I don't think he got to be worried about no jail time. So that's one thing. This is what a, a wrongful death suit, maybe some money settling out of court. And he ain't got an image that could really be damaged by nothing like this, not to say that he did it or anything of that nature. But it don't sound like it's a lot of stuff to move forward on. I don't even think that he's going to pay a lot of attention to this. Witnesses? I mean, like. When you say witnesses. Okay, so Jeezy's <clears throat> in a lineup. Are you not going to point him out? I, I have no idea. That's the most recognizable face there. Of course you've seen this dude before So how um, How credible w- w- Would their testimony be His law- A very good lawyer I'm assuming That he's gonna have Would argue Yeah they know my suspect's face Of course they're gonna associate If he was there If they seen him anywhere In the vicinity Of course they're gonna Associate him with this Right So they throw that shit out The witness shit ain't nothing I don't believe If it was It would've been moved forward In a criminal court Not Yeah cause he was never charged Civil exactly So they might get some money out of court if he if he feeling generous. I assume, but I doubt it. I yeah. think he got lawyers that are good enough to take care of this. Yeah, I was just about to say, worried on a scale of it might hurt his pockets a little bit, mm-hmm. but in terms of jail time, which is because no. you can't get that back. You can get the bread back. Tough. You can't get that time back though. Yeah. So that's when a nigga would start sweating. But like you said, I, th- I think he'll be straight. Um, here the fucked up thing though. How many times have we seen? Um, somebody got called out because they were the most famous person in the vicinity, and it and nigga they that's how C Murder got locked up. That's how Mac got locked up. Your like boy, dude, your boy Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs, you the most famous motherfucker. You gonna get pointed out, and they gonna get you for it, dude. Whether they got they don't need no case for that. They be want to make examples out of people. Even Jeezy said that. Yeah, it's easier. It's like, <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. It's way easier to point out a nigga like Jeezy, like I said, than to do anything else. Oh yeah, he was there. He had something to do with it. At the very least, they're thinking they go get some money from this. That's fucked up. And just just on the um, on a similar note, before we get to this break, I saw Kevin Gates got thirty mm. extra months added on his time. Two and a half years. Two and a half years added when you think that you finna get out, dude. That's rough. Is it over for Gates? Two and a half years, long time, bro. Is it over for Gates? Do we got if he's do doing he, the full two and a half? Do he got yeah? If he do a full <sighs> two and a half, do he got music in the stash enough for us to be like, okay, he he relevant? He got a hit. You think Gates got that? Nah, man, it's over. It's gonna be, even if he had it, he could have a smash in the bag, bro. It's not gonna like hold you. Down first album, right? First, his first album went platinum. That is Isla. Yeah, it's platinum now. How he gonna eat? I bet the rest his life, bro. Bro, two yeah. and a half years is. A lifetime, dude. I mean, it, it ain't over. I mean, he gonna eat off that. Th- he got a platinum album. He gonna eat off that the rest of his life. He gonna be able to make music. Yeah, he should be eating. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like, Listen, t- Kevin Gates a talent. He a talented artist. I agree. I would never count him out, but I'm just saying, you fresh off a platinum album, you fresh off getting married, and you got a newborn like this. That is some that's small. rough. All of the, uh, you're absolutely right. I'm not saying that all of those things aren't rough. Though. That's that, that's a hard hand to deal with. But he come from that. That's that's what he put out. Right, he accept. I mean, he. I ain't saying that he invited that into his life, but I mean, that's what it was. Like you know, Kevin Gates, you know absolutely. Music, so I don't feel like that he 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 not the type. He, he ain't. He's a content rapper. with he it. Ain't a, not, not even content. He's just okay. not a dude that can't deal with it. Gotcha. Yeah, you know I'm saying like, he's he equipped. Seen, yeah, he equipped to deal with this. If it was somebody else, I ain't gonna name any names. But if it was another rapper, like flat out rapper. I, then I'll be like, oh man, that's rough. But Kevin Gates, I think he equipped to deal with it now. As far as being an artist, he's never gonna be as big. This Unfortunately, done, this done it. This done it. 
Yeah, man. Sort of like when T.I. went to jail and he was on that trend and people saying he was a Southern Jay-Z and then he right. ended up being what we see today, which ain't no knock to what we see today because he's very successful, but he just ain't as big as he could have been had he not went to jail that time. Same scenario we're going to have with Kevin Gates. If had he not went to jail, he had a platinum album, yep. been able to work, he a talented artist, just got married, probably was settling down, figuring it out. Yep. Bigger tours, you know what I'm saying? Bigger songs, bigger artists was trying to fuck with him. Bigger bags. After platinum albums, exactly. Then he would have figured it out, but now all this deterred. And like you said, two and a half years, they going to forget about dude. Yeah. Ain't no big songs no more. Damn. Hold your head, Gates. It's fucked up. Yep. Um, we're going to a music break real quick, then we're going to get into these books. Um, okay, Le'Veon Bell. You familiar with him? Plays for the Steelers. Pro Bowl running back, probably a top three running back in the we, league. We talked about FSP at the beginning. What are we going with this? I thought we was going to the song. No, no, Le'Veon like, Bell you, raps now. What? Yeah, he goes by Juice. Le'Veon Bell from the Steelers, the running back? Absolutely. He goes by Juice. Absolutely. So he's just going to steal Walter Payton nickname. <laughs> Clearly. What are you going to do when you just go rap? <laughs> no, like, we ain't talking. This, this is the Twilight Zone. So we just, are we joking? Is this a skit? This is dead serious. We're is about to play like, his no, new joint. Is it a parody song, or is like he really trying to rap? He got a mixtape coming out. Like, what? Tell me, give me he's, more context. He's as serious as Machine Gun Kelly's heart attack. Oh man, it's called Machine. Let's hear him out, man. He may Machine be Machine by Juice. Yes. AKA Le'Veon Let's hear him out. Back on the scene. I'm keeping them coming like I'm a machine. Can never be finished just like a machine. I got all these diamonds. I'm making them sing. I ride for my team. Like, what do you mean? I got these jewels and I feel like a king. I'm keeping them coming. They acting like fiends. I'm painting this picture just like I'm a dream. I, I got a chain and I cannot change. I got all these women. They going insane. They catching these feelings. They going through pain. I am a beast and I cannot be tamed. Taking this change and this ain't the game. Be told if you're not in your lane. Got so many haters, you wouldn't believe. I can never be finished just like a machine. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, Stop. go Le'Veon, go Juice. Go. Mm-hmm. Nah, that shit would Did you see the movie Concussion? I did with Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, Yo. you see that? Yeah, I think Le'Veon Bell need to be checked for CTE. <laughs> I'm dead serious, dude. I have no idea what he was talking about. You're talking about being a machine, man. What can what? what? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. We don't understand. Like, like look, me and you talked about this off here. For sure. If you want to make a little local engineer some money, you want to give a, nigga, a producer that's just a yeah. friend of yours a shot, you want to put some money in his pocket, it's yeah. cool. And just make this shit for yourself. Yeah, it's, 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 it's for you, your boys. Let them practice. Pay them money for doing something that they love to do. Absolutely. I like that. I'm not shitting on that. Absolutely. When, when Le'Veon Bell comes to me and says, I got a tape coming out. I got a mixtape. I got a video. I got videos on there. If I'm a I world were, star. If I were a Steelers fan, I would be concerned. I'd be hot. <laughs> Get this nigga off my team. I don't want you on my team. You're making music videos, dude. Bro, what, what are you doing rapping, dude? Stop. Let rappers rap, play football, have fun with your friends, sign a rapper. Have there fun with them in the studio. Jump on a feature. Talk shit. It's cool. That's cool. We're not knocking any of that. But when you tell me that you're a monster and a machine and whatever it may be, and you drop singles and you do videos, I start to question what you got going on upstairs, dude. Who's responsible for Le'Veon yeah. Bell thinking he can yeah, rap? Yeah, you ain't got enough friends. No, like, I'm saying who in the rap game? He heard somebody in the mm-hmm, rap game, and he thought mm-hmm, that I could do this mm-hmm. too. It ain't. It ain't. No, that. he did. He ain't got enough friends. He ain't got enough people telling him, nah, bro. Why do you play in the NFL and you've been banned for drugs, but you name yourself Juice? Juice. <laughs> off at Juice. And Going OJ. off at Juice. OJ. 
if, True. If, 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 so disrespectful. <laughs> like, I, I just feel like that he don't have enough friends or people around him that were like, nah, bro, this ain't, none of this is a good idea. The juice name, the rapping, none of this is a good idea. Let's focus on football. Let's try to get some championships. Big Ben for the leave. I'm the face of the Steelers. I really don't want a song called Machine by Juice. All right. Garbage. All right, we out. Trash juice. Um, all right, man. So let's get to these books. Let's get to the reason for the season. Nigga, you reading? Mm-hmm. Yes. What? Do Massa know you reading? Classic in Living Color that skit. That was one of the top five funniest Living Color skits ever. Classic. Easily. Um, Y'all looked that up with the slave that came out in the New Day in the Living <laughs> Color shit on YouTube. That shit was funny as fuck. Please do, man. So we decided we're going to pick three of our favorite hip-hop books. And, mm-hmm. of course, by hip-hop book, we can either mean it's by a hip-hop artist or it's about a hip-hop artist right. or it's about some type of aspect of the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it doesn't just have to be this nigga biography, this nigga but No, yeah. it don't have to be that. It ain't a hip-hop artist writing a book. Absolutely. So um, we got I got three. You got three. Give me one of yours, man, and why. Uh, all right, so we've been talking about DMX the whole episode, so I get right into that with that. Okay. Put you on DMX, by the way. And this book. You may have. And that book, you may have, because I'm not a DMX fan. You are. With that being said, the book Earl, though DMX Fire. is not a top 10 rapper, <laughs> top 10 crack smokers and fascinating people, yes. He definitely may have. This dude's best friend was a dog. <laughs> Boomer. Literally. In the book, he goes into detail how Boomer was his best friend. Did Boomer die? Yes. He cried. Of course. He was hurt. I don't understand that. And to me, that was fascinating. <laughs> it was fascinating that a, like, DMX, he started smoking crack when he was, like, 12. Yeah. Per the book. He jumped off the porch early. And and I'm not being disrespectful when I say one of the most successful crack smokers. He's been smoking dope for a long time. Yeah, man. He, he do this. This is what he do. And he was still able to come out with the back-to-back number one albums. He was still able to come out with the... DMX has been a successful crack smoker. For sure. And that book put everything into perspective as far as how he grew up, uh, as far as not having his parents or whatever. Like, he basically raised himself. It was him and his dog. Yeah, it he was jumped like a, from foster was, home to foster home. He basically mm-hmm. raised himself. It was like a ghetto old yeller story. <laughs> That's what it was, with him and Boomer. And to me, that was just fascinating because... Hip hop usually doesn't accept people like that, right? You know what I'm saying? They usually are not the big stars in hip hop. And he came out with those monster albums. He was able to show his talent, and then also able at the at the peak of that to drop Earl and not be ashamed of it, right? Not hide from it and say, "Hey, this is what I started from. This is where I came from." So, so to me, as far as top books in hip hop, it was it was very revealing because it was different from what everything else that was offered. Like most people don't open up like he did in that book that are big as he are. I agree. And or whatever. what was what I thought was interesting, first of all, I love that book. Um but I, I was and this is coming from a fan, but to hear him and he speaks about some of that stuff in his music, but to hear him explain it in detail about how he grew up it puts everything into perspective and you understand why he is thrown out. Like you don't read that and go, I don't get why he got thrown. Like nah, why you is read it? that and know exactly no, what's going you, on. You know, <laughs> you know exactly what the score Stop. is. Uh, you learn how he was still in the streets. Even when his first two albums was out, he was robbing still when his first album was out. He was bullshit. still broke. He was nah, he wasn't broke. Yes, he was. He was, was. He was broke still because okay. right. the deal was some bullshit that he you. signed. 
That nigga had some money. He had to rob niggas. I mean, well, he may not have to do that. Had I not been smoking crack, I ain't got to rob niggas. I could figure out how to make money off being DMX. Possibly. Exactly. And he also talked about how Swiss was in the streets with him, too. I thought that was very interesting because who knew? Swiss? Swiss made the transition. What up on Swiss? You would never know. Swiss was in them streets heavy with DMX. What up on Swiss? That's crazy when you look at where those two are at now, though. His wife, the most influential person on Times List. That's crazy. One of the most. Um, Very good book, though. Who you got? I highly recommend that. My book um, is the most latest on my list, which is the Sweet James, excuse me, Sweet Jones, uh, Pimpsey's Trill Life Story. Shout out to Julia Beverly. Shout out to Julia Beverly, uh, creator of Ozone Magazine. Uh This book was teased to be dropping for a couple of years, and I was wondering what it was going to be hitting on. I'm not a huge Pimpsey fan. This book made me go back. Yeah, I know, but this made me look at his bars and music in a whole new light. And when I went back and listened to sh- his shit, I gained a whole new respect for Pimp C. You should. This shit, this book was amazing. Now, the knock on it is that it was 20,000 pages. Shit like the Bible, I'm still reading. That motherfucker was long as shit. But right. it was the reason for it being long is that it told multiple stories that all tied into Pimp C. That's it told true. the UGK story. It told the um, the Jay Prince story that's tied into it. It told the most famous story, the Master P story. It told the ma- it told a No Limit story, <laughs> and all of these was tied into it at the same time. It tells the story of Texas Houston rap scene. Very, very, very dope book. I highly recommend it. If you finish whatever you're finishing up right now, if you happen to be reading some, or if you need something to start, please fuck with this Pimp C book. Very dope, even if you're not the biggest UGK fan. I agree. Uh, what stood out to me were the early years of um, Pimp C, how he met Bud, um, how dedicated he was to the music, just trying everything that he could try to make sure that he was able to put out albums, put out beats. Like, Pimp C was so dedicated to what rap was when he was starting. Like, he was yeah. only, him and Bun and, uh, like, two or three other niggas in Port Arthur yep. were the only people rapping and, and stuff like that, and what stood out to me was um, the early years, like how much he was dedicated to doing this stuff. And people probably wouldn't give Pimp C enough credit to be like he was such a music head. Yeah. That's what he was. He's he, a music head. He produced a lot, did a lot exactly. of the hooks, came up with the structures for a lot of the songs. Exactly. Very dope book. Cold, ice cold masterpiece story mm. about him and the beef. With, oh, my God. And the book is official, that. too. This co-signed by his mama. Yeah. Before she passed, oh, man, it's very dope have, book. Have anyone asked P about the kidnapping and shit? Did yes, they asked him that on Breakfast Club. <laughs> what he say? You know, he took the. He said he's not gonna speak on somebody <laughs> that's not here that can't uh can't defend himself. That's fine. But nah, that that story is legit. I see you, Unc. Absolutely. What's the second one, man? Uh, my second one was the BMF book. Uh, the Ooh, BMF, yeah, man, like that's a good ass book though. Fire. It gave you the behind the scenes as to what was going on and what probably was the biggest, well, one of the biggest splashes in hip hop as to when Jesus came out with the Trap of Dying. You seen the DVDs. And this was the first time that we were getting a, a, a visual of like two hours because you were sitting down looking at, at the war report or whatever it may be. And it's BMF, it's Jeezy, it's the cars, it's the money. And this book, I feel like, put all of it in the context as to what was going on. Yeah. With Meech, uh, with, with with BMF, with Atlanta, how Atlanta came to be what it was in hip hop because it was a place to be amongst 
Nigga, black socialites like, like the hey, movers like, and shakers yeah, you knew what was going on that you knew to be in Atlanta because BMF had it rattling yeah and with that being said I think a lot of um good things came from the book I think there's a lot of myths that were crushed that let people see what really happened as to how BMF came to an I won't say an end but the era that they had in Atlanta came to uh slow it slowed down yeah it's not what it was back when uh, they were recording the uh, the Royal Report DVDs or whatnot. Yeah, that, that was one of the better books that gave a, a perspective on Jeezy, Meech, all the things on the DVD. The lady that did the reporting on it, and I'll get her name in just a second. She killed The one it. that wrote the book, she killed it. She gave a lot of details as to how it started, the cases that happened way back before we know what BMF was, yeah. and even the fact that it wasn't Meech and his flamboyance that got BMF caught. It was more so his brother well, talking, you- talking about his frustration of what Meech was doing, bringing heat to them. Well, also some of also some of the lower level people on BMF that were doing violent acts that were not greenlit by Meech is also kind of what ran them hot. Uh, incidents, of course, very famous incidents that happened with Puff, uh, Puff security at the club. Um, also, they told about how, just hearing about how Meech lived it up. With the fucking elephants and the, the zoo animals at the party and the billboards and the cars and the, we take the Range Rovers to go get snacks and but see ultimately that wasn't the demise though the demise no it was, was the lower level people do the lower yeah. level people committing violent acts brought the police no the police would have the per the book the police would have a long time before that. Mm-hmm. They were getting pulled over with plenty of that shit in them cars. They had the, the secret compartments and all of those things. And, and and I understand what you're saying. You're right. That did part have of something to do with it to an extent. Yeah. But Meech wasn't involved with them. Right, and, right, and right. the book made that clearly to be seen. He wasn't involved with them. So even had they, like, had the heat come on them from what they were doing, it wasn't going to incorporate him so much but his brother's frustration of Meech putting a billboard in downtown or Buckhead or Midtown saying that BMF owns the world right or doing the or doing the DVDs with uh, we just a young rap smack DVD yeah and but shit. no one's heard of Blue Da Vinci and it's your number one artist right people started to look at that and he thought that that was bringing them heat but more so his phone was tough and he was talking about this stuff bringing him heat and what they were doing illegally right that was really bringing them heat, and that's where they got caught. That's where they got them 25 years from. Very good. And Maria Shapova. Shout out to her. She the one that wrote the book. Very good book. Allegedly, the movie or TV show is coming. You never know. 50 Cent was supposed to be a part of that. Well, not Shapova. Shahoop. S-H-A-L-H-O-U-P. Yeah, good luck with that. Just yeah, BMF book. Y'all look that up. Mm. Very the Rise and Fall of Big Meat, just what it's called. Mm. And that was a good-ass book, though. Tough. Uh, and of course, and that's that is hip hop related for what that did to the Atlanta rap scene and what the Atlanta rap scene did for rapping. Period. I would argue to you that Jeezy was like DMX when he came out, as far as how it hit the change and what was necessarily going on. Ti said he created trap music. Jeezy bringing a total new perspective to trap music. He was like a Southern DMX style. Of the wave that hit, yeah, because it was like a, it was like snap music, ringtone music was coming off right through that little gap right, right there. And he, yeah, it was the total opposite of that Tough. shit. Um, very dope book. I'm on that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, my next book. What you got? Fiftieth Law Man by Robert Greene and Fifty Cent. Mm. Again, this is not 
about a rapper, but it is done partly by a rapper. And of course, Robert Greene, who famously did The Art of War and 48, 48 Laws, Laws of Power. Power. Art of Seduction. Art of Seduction Mastery. as well. Nigga, listen, the 50th law. This book is the shit if you are not on this. Let me tell you why this is a clutch book. Like, it's big right now. Like, Trump is in office. Everybody trying to get their shit together. Everybody want to get their business off the ground. It's time to do shit for your own. We've all recognized that. Right. A lot of people look to books for that, including, like, this Charlemagne book is a good thing to get you off your ass and get you motivated. Shout out Black Privilege. Go get it in stores now. Absolutely. Um, now... I read, have read a couple of books to help me get my shit together. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Fire. Uh, Contagious. I got you on that, by the way. No, probably not. That did. Um, the $100 Startup. Things of that nature to kind of get your mind rolling in terms of business and what you can do to better your life and work for yourself and live that American dream. Mm -hmm. None of that means anything if you don't read this 50 cent book about getting over fear. Because that's the hardest part to get going because you're used, you're conditioned to doing a nine to five, getting your check every two weeks. We're all conditioned and we think that that's the way. And the thought of stepping out on your own and doing shit on your own is frightening to a lot of people. Yep. You have to read this 50 cent book, The 50th Law, which talks about beating fear and giving principles on how to get over that fear using 50 cent life as an example. The book is fucking amazing. If I hadn't read that before I read these other ones, it wouldn't hit the same. I'm telling you. You're right. Read that fucking book. I don't have any debate with that. that. That's an essential book as far as must have. Yeah, like dealing with fear and 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 being uh, a male, black male, whatever it may be. Like you don't necessarily want to say when you're scared. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying you don't you you can't deal with emotion the same way everybody else do. And with that being said, this book right here teaches you how well not teaches you but gives you a suggestion on. How to navigate that Right And that's why I fucked with it Like you said It ain't really preachy Nah It ain't really like uh, Do this do that It ain't it ain't cheesy It's more so like Okay If you're in this Then take these little Simple principles into effect And it's how you can be More effective Yeah And I loved it for that You're it's, right It's a very dope book It's gonna get them Roadblocks out of your way Which is gonna clear the path For you to read Other dope ass books and then you can actually act on the shit that you read on. Like I'm, I'm telling you, read this before you read the other. If you're into the entrepreneurship and stuff like that. If you ain't into that, then fuck it. But it's still a good read. Uh, what's your third book, man? Oh, uh, Decode It. Fire. Crack. First and foremost, the presentation alone. Like that, that book was worth every penny. Is how it looked when you bought it. It True. felt like it was a gift. It felt like it was something special. And to just go through whole lyrics and for him to elaborate on them. Yeah. Being that he's not a person that writes stuff down, puts it in a notebook, got the the the, the big in depth elaborate pages of work as far as lyrics like you would see with Pac, like you would see with Eminem, like you would see with most rappers. For you to see that in book form and him explaining a lot of the stuff and how it got there, how it made it to a song, how is it it was important to him. I feel like that book was fire. Yeah. And that's one of the most important books of hip hop. Well, I ain't gonna say important, but one of the most nah, it's important. one of the dopest. Well, not important if you don't fuck with Hove. I can see millennials. Who doesn't fuck with Hove? Millennials. They don't fuck with really with Hove. Do millennials read? I'm a millennial, late millennial, but I'm a millennial. Barely making that cuss, my nigga. Listen, Hove to our generation is the goal. You more generation X. 
<laughs> Hove to our generation is the goat, and this book proves why, if you had any doubts. It breaks down his lyrics, shows you how complex that shit is. I have been a Jay-Z fan for a very long time, and I learned new shit reading this book. Like, it's, like you said, and it's very dope presentation-wise, like dope pictures, um, I like the cover. I, I like, man, that book was, I was reading that. I was so locked into that shit, dude. Shit was fire. Like, I was locked in. It, it, it bring dude bars to life, though, yeah. as if they weren't already, though. And it ain't even just, like, wash away songs. It's, it's the songs that you want to know. Like, classics. Hey, what, what did he mean for real right here? And boom, he giving it to you in the form of a book. He giving you the bars and then he give you the next page of what he really was thinking. Like, man, that shit, that right there, that's Can, art. Can any other rap rapper do that effectively? Drop a book with their lyrics and it'd be have the same impact today. Um, I feel like no. I feel like the answer is no. That's what you want to say. Okay, yeah, I say no. <laughs> Not yet. But what I will say is if anyone right now were to do it, the person that were to do it would be J. Cole. Really? Closely associated to Hove. He would tell them how to format it. He would try to take that 1401. Really? Run with the whole. Or the 2014. Uh, 20, you, know, you know, this is a running joke on the show. You ain't going to let it ride once. Nope. One time. Nope. Anyway, the 2014, he'll take that, uh, format that to, to format that into something that's uh, presentable in book form. I feel like that's the closest thing that we've seen. No, nah, you can say the same for Kendrick, Good Kid, Mad City, and the Pippa Butterfly, honestly. You could probably break that down too, but that, that catalog isn't long enough yet because those are that from J Cole and maybe the last one, right. but you can't do it for his first two or three. So I mean, it's no, like yeah, so it's you can do it for Kendrick's three probably. No, ain't no problem. Too. And I'll just skip the but I could just rip yeah, out the pages for the no, butterfly no, you chapters. Got you ain't got to. Nah, I'll just rip them out because those are fire. Nah, I'll just rip that shit out. I'll burn them. That's the medicine in between the candy. You I'll know, start you, you a fire just, you with just those want pages. The candy, but the medicine is there. <laughs> Yeah, I'll start a fire with that shit. Uh, all right, man. My last book before we hit this music. Well, we still gonna talk about a little bit more about books, but my last one, my third book, Tupac: Rose That Grew from the Concrete. Mm, now that was in the archives, right there. Yeah, I, I pulled that out the motherfucking stiz ash. This book is a book of his poems that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Now I know you're thinking poems. Come on, dog. All right. This is a rapper, right? Who was preaching thug life? Who had singles? Who had a, a has got classic albums? Was on death row okay. under Suge Knight. Who would have thought that he would have been effectively been able to put out a book full of poems? Me. Okay, maybe you, <laughs> but not the general consumer, especially if you follow the news, yeah. dude. If you read some of these poems, and I'm not a poem guy, like I'm not just sitting around reading my Angelou with the fucking. Bath and body work candles lit around with me. Shea butter on your beard, right? With the shea butter on my beard and elbows and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not that type of person. But I was reading this. I was fascinated by how dope these poems were, though, dude. Wait, were you fascinated because it was part? Partly, yes. Mm. But partly Why? because he was speaking. He sounded like it, me or you wrote it. Like he sounded like it was just a regular person. They were I'm very regular, relatable, so. huh? I'm not regular. Fuck. <laughs> It sounded like a regular person wrote it and they were very relatable to just everyday life. And when you do when you're able to write the music that he was writing and then you're able to switch that up and do it in a whole different format yeah. with the poems, that's that's why when people get out here and call themselves Pac or the new Pac, mm-hmm. it's blasphemous because he could do shit like this. Right. Like like Troy Ab, where's your rose from the concrete? He 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it's impossible it's, 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 for it's, him it's to do that. Saying, right. Because Pac was so versatile. And, and the reason that I respect this book so much, because like you said, he was able to step away from the acting, step away from Bishop and Juice, step away from Tupac on Me Against the World. Yep. And, and write these things from a normal, everyday man. Not a black man, not a whatever right. man, just a man. And it, it's dope. To me, my favorite one is Depths of My Solitude. Mm-hmm. That's fire. Like, yeah. dude cold, bro. Yeah, like, go read Depths of My Solitude. Comment in the rap chat on Facebook. Let me know what you think about that because it's my favorite one. And um, I just feel like that there are things to be learned about Pac in this book because he was way more than just a rap artist. And the reason that people rank him so high on their list because his words impacted them so much. Right. Um, you put him against anybody else, you'll say, oh, lyrically, he ain't the greatest. But with that being said, you give him um, the book, Rose from the Concrete, and no one else can do that. Like Biggie not writing that. No. You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z not writing that. No. It's not happening. So that's why he is still able to withstand the test of time and still hang up there with the, 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 the best MCs or the best rappers that you would name. Very dope, very underrated book. Um, was there anything else that you may have not gotten a chance to read? Is there anything that you wish would come down the pipeline? What you well, got in terms of hip-hop books? I want to say that I read two shameful books, probably Kareem Stephan's Superhead book. I read that too, I ain't gonna lie. And it was enjoyable. <laughs> nah, it was, it was a good was book. Good. It was a good book. Yeah, like how she went through her whole process, the people that she dealt with, that, was, that shit was good. It was interesting, bro. Yeah, like it, it gave you a look behind the curtain yeah. of the hip-hop life. I, re- I read Nas, baby, on my book. Carmen? Yeah, I read Nah, that. I ain't read two I read of the, I ain't read two of the chick books. It was alright, though. Nah, I don't believe like, that. I'm telling you, it was alright. It gave you a lot of perspective into how Nah, Jay Z, that whole thing happened. Like, I ain't it, biting. it give you the early look. I ain't biting. She ain't naming Jay in the book, but you know who she's talking about. Right? <laughs> once, you, once you listen to Zetcha Chick, you're like, oh, okay. I get, I get all of this. Um, Can I, let me give two honorable mentions. Okay. Prodigy. Mm. Even though I'm not, a, as I mentioned last week, I'm not a Mob Deep fan. Is the Nori shooting in there? Yes. Yes. It's, it's some good stories in there. Shout and out I, Drink Champs, man. I don't doubt that. Prodigy from Mob Deep has seen a lot, so yeah. I'm I'm not mad. He everybody has a story to tell. He had an interesting story, gave you a glimpse into that Queensbridge, New York life. It sounded like it's a butt coming. Nah, that's it. That's okay. it. Okay, it was a, it was a good book. I'm not gonna lie. All right. Um. Also, what's my man name? Um, the Big Payback. Mm. That's a really good book about the business of hip hop. That's, that's a really fact. good book. Wendy recommended that too. Absolutely, Wendy Day recommend. It's it's a lot though. It's a big ass book. It's got a lot to it. Yeah. So, but it's if you like get a chance to get to Thrones that, books. absolutely. That's that's a pretty good book too. But go ahead, you got something that you want to see come down? Um, what I was gonna ask you is, with those books that we mentioned and the books that we read, if there were one person that you could see have one coming out, or you could see that you wanted to know the backstory, you want to know something more about something that they had going on, who would that be? Ah, oh, that's easy. Oh, Gucci. What? And that's because he got one coming out in September. So, I'm very interested in this Coochie Man book. That's not gonna be very. I mean, what you think you gonna get from that though? I'm gonna get the story. Like you're not gonna get like in the trap Gucci Man behind the scenes. It's not gonna happen. It's the autobiography of Gucci. He not gonna be able to like he not one. He not gonna be able to recall it. (laughs) I swear (laughs) to God, he's not. Like it's 
at best, it's going to be misty memories of what went on during that time. What I want to know I is, or what I'm more concerned about, like, I would love to see, like, a T.I. tell-all or a... Really? Uh, tough. Like somebody what don't that, you already know? Why, because he got the show already? He got the show and I he, guess he puts a lot okay, of that in his shit. I guess because I'm a fan, so I, I move even on beyond that. Um, Jeezy? You don't want to see that Jeezy book? Yeah, he not going to open up, man. He not, I need somebody to be candid. But, but I don't think Gucci going to do that. Gucci going to give new you Gucci what, is. He going to give you what you expect from new Gucci. Clone Gucci is going to open up. You know what? Push a T. I can see that. Be now I, I read his, I read his brother's book. I That'd read Malice's book. Pusha T. If Pusha T was able to open up and the statute of limitations were removed, ah uh, yeah, I, lo- I I love that. I would too. I'm not gonna lie. I ain't like his brother book. Though. I'm gonna come clean. I ain't. I, don't, I, don't, I ain't like it. It's no way I'm fucking. With and I didn't. I thought the moment the moment that he gassed in the book about why he left rap and stuff. I thought he gassed it all the way up, and I thought it was whack. I thought it, I thought it fell flat. What about a Snoop book? That's that's a starting at death row nine thousand. Now, if there was a behind the scenes of death row, no limit, all of it. Ooh, all of it, man. Ah, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of shit that I fuck with. I need that Gucci book in September though. I ain't also, I need to read Dirty South too. Dirty South, the Southern rappers who reinvented hip hop. That looks dope. Mm-hmm. And that same author has one called Original Gangsters, The Birth of West Coast Rap, which I heard was super dope, too, hmm. about Easy e NWA, the shit that they didn't show you in the movie and stuff. What's the author name? Ooh, I had to pull it up before this, uh, after have, this music break. We will have that for you shortly. Absolutely. Now, to the music. Um, Currency is the only person that's dropping this week. Hmm. He's, pff, I think this might be his second release of the year. Coming off a 12 project release last year, he's <laughs> slowing down a little money bit. Money in money, slowing down. Yeah, man, this is called the 420 Massacre. Uh, shout out to 420, everybody that celebrated that. And he's going over some Jack Beats, man. He hopped on that mask off beat. I thought him Currency on, on that mask off? I thought that was a very interesting mix. Mm. And I thought people would be interested in hearing what he would sound like on that mask off beat, on them mm. flutes. Let's hear Currency, man. See if he did a, a respectable job on this mask off. Mm. Hoes thought I sold it cause I ain't been seeing it But it's out, we turn the corner smoking weed in Babe jeans, 30 G's in them It come with leadership You switching cars cause you always leasing shit I'm switching cars, I got 30 All me, bitch, money on the flow Magnetize your hoe My team finna leave, she asking if she can roll Can she roll up the weed? Can she roll over after we fuck? Can she get ready to roll out and leave? Type of bitch that I need She can keep a secret, she can keep a G She can hold a couple peas at her house with me Fast cars, nigga Took the traction off Smash cars I smoked out the boulevard Niggas is broad And they feel this mad soft Them pussies need a box of tampons We popping bottles every day We win the game seven We riding farms Ducking charges like we can't sell it Avoiding 12 in my Porsche 911 Living in hell on earth But getting high as heaven Chill Man, look at currency, man. Wave riding that motherfucking uh, mask off. One of the bangers of 2017. He gonna do what he do though. Currency gonna come. He gonna come through. He gonna show up. He gonna show out. He gonna do what he do for his fans. Yeah. So I like that. I he's gonna, no he's gonna consistently give you 20 and 10. Yeah. That's yeah. currency. That's, he, Joe, he Joe Johnson. That's a fact. Currency is Joe Johnson. He ISO Joe. 
That's currency. He's gonna come on, he's gonna show up, he's gonna do what he gotta do, he's gonna do it for a long time, he's gonna be good <laughs> at it, he's gonna be out of there. Um that Dirty South book that we were referencing previously is right. the author is Ben Westoff. Ben Westoff. Yes, Ben Westoff. Y'all check out that Dirty South book. And that What's uh, the name of it? That Dirty South? <laughs> no, it's called Dirty South, Outcast, Lil Wayne, Soldier Boy, and the Southern Rappers Who Reinvented Hip Hop. Oh. He almost lost me with the Soldier Boy. Why is he in there? But I get it though. No, you don't. This was from 2011, so this was pre. Oh, okay. This so is pre bombed in Soldier Boy. I got you. Um, all right, man, we back. On Real Deck quick. TV podcast, y'all go check out the rap chat on Facebook. Uh, leave your comments about tonight's show. Anything that you want to have a conversation about, we will be there. We check it consistently. We have 600 members. 600 Shout out members. to y'all. We're interacting with the fans. The fans interacting with each other. We love it. It's a great space for hip-hop, hip-hop debates, hip-hop discussions, all of that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. go to the Rap Chat on Facebook, On Deck TV Podcast. Absolutely. Now, before we get out of here, did you see of the week? Mm-hmm. There was a picture. Of? It was a little Wayne sighting. Little Wayne. Is that rare? Yeah. In 2017? A little bit. Okay. There was a sighting of Wayne. He's talking to Rick Ross. Who? Uh, Rose. Nah, that's okay. That's a normal picture. Ross and, and and Wayne have a history. They've made several songs together. They look like it was in deep like it, it wasn't normal conversation of no. hey, how the album doing? It wasn't that. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. It nah. was like, let me put this bug here, bro. It, it wasn't it wasn't let's post for this Instagram picture. It looked like Ross was in deep convo, like you said, with Wayne. Ross yeah. looked like he was doing a lot of talking. Yeah. Wayne looked like he was doing a lot of listening. Yeah. Now they say a picture is worth a thousand words. What is it that Ross was telling Wayne and was Wayne trying to hear that shit? Ross, in your opinion. Ross was telling Wayne to come over here to MMG. Already made the statement about baby. Already made it cool. Already made the bridges clear for you to cross. Come cross. Me and you together going as a record deal on MMG. Mm. It's going to get us way more money because I'm up for a new deal. So I can go and say, I got Wayne. I got Meek. Mm-hmm. I got Wale. Yeah. All of these people about to drop new albums. I can give you. I can give you Carter five. Mm. Or what is it? Six? No, it'd be five. Five. I can give you Carter five. That's what he telling. That's what he telling Wayne. So let me work it out with Birdman because I already put the press on him with the song Idols Become Rivals. Let me put the press on him. All you need to worry about is Carter five. Mm. Like he kept saying quarter five. That's how he said it too. Like he kept saying little brother them. He kept quarter five. Yeah. Let me let, all. Let me do everything. You just worry about quarter five. <laughs> quarter. Five. Imagine that Maybach music coming in on quarter five. Mm. That's what he told him. And Wayne was like, you know what? That shit sound good, my nigga. But how we gonna make this work? Because <laughs> Birdman been doing this shit for thirty years. Yeah, and ain't nobody been able to knock that nigga off the perch. So I feel like Wayne was listening, but he know what's going on. I feel like I'm, I'm right with you. He was making the pitch, mm-hmm. the MMG pitch, and you know what? Now that I think about this, that rivals become idols. 
excuse me, Idols Become Rivals track mm-hmm. when in which he went hard at Birdman. Right. That might have just been the seeds planted to That's eventually right. pull Wayne from Young Money, Cash Money. That's what it is, man. Because even later on in the CD, he said, I got that money to get a little back. What did he say? I got the money to get Lil Wayne from uh, Cash Money. Right, right, right. Yeah, he said that at some point in the CD, too, outside of the Idols Become Rivals song. So I'm now that I'm, I'm looking at it, I know Ross is a very smart businessman. Yeah. He probably was telling them about how easy it is to get them checkers, how easy it is. He like, bro, it's easy. I can get you a couple checkers in New Orleans. We can get you a couple in Miami. Mm-hmm. We can get you a couple wing stops. I done got me. He got two of them in Philly. I'm telling you, it's easy money. He putting them up on game that Wayne may or may have missed while he was in his little coding cloud for those couple of years. Mm. He putting them up on game, and he's making the pitch, and I think he was biting. Wayne looked like he was listening extra hard. He did. He did look like he was listening extra hard, but I don't even think it was that pitch. I think it was a pitch in Will. If me and you go to, uh, what is it? What's Kevin Lyles and them shit? 300? If me and mm-hmm. you go to 300, it's different than I go and you go. If me and you go to Def Jam, it's different from if I go and you go. If me and you go to Rock Nation together, since Ross out of his deal right now, it's different from if we go individually. I think the seed that he was playing is if me and you are together, like that's that's, that's a ticket that's different. That's a whole nother bag. Speaking that, of, like that, that that bag right there is different. If me and you at the front and I got Wale and I got Meek, come on. Listen, man. speaking of being together, Maybe they was talking about doing a collaborative album. No, Eleven songs. What? No, stop, stop, Wayne and stop, Ross. Stop. We do you know the songs they done done together? We're done with these collaborative. No, albums. we're just getting this started. Is about business, bro. No, stop. No, stop. I need that. No, I swear we I need. Done it. dreaming with these collaborative albums. We done with this. That Wayne and the, Ross look, album will be fire. Okay. All right. I'm Spike Lou. Let me break the news to you guys. There's going to be no Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. There's going to be no Big Sean and whoever. Watch the Throne 2. There's no Watch the Throne 2. These things are not going to happen. (laughs) No, none of these collabs, like your Chance and Kanye, all of these things that y'all, that they floating out there. What what is it? Travis Scott and Future. Quavo. Whatever. It's not happening, dude. It don't make sense. It don't make money for them. It's, it's, it's just not happening. So we can stop saying collab album. Oh, this is to be dope. Man, you should work together. We should drop 11 songs. No. We don't give a fuck about your motherfucking uh, that shit little wave banging. trend or what you're trying to capitalize off of. That no, we sh- done. That we done. We done. Banging. Nine piece. We're done. John. We are done. Dog cry. We're done. Nigga, them niggas, they make bangers. That's, that's fine. Collaborative album though? I'm we here for cool. it too We cool Hey when that shit drop Remember who oh, called that shit first stop. It's not gonna happen Alright man So new music alert Like I said Currency the 420 Massacre Is the only thing It's quiet on the music block right now Luckily It's been a good year up to this point So you yeah. should have plenty of heat to listen to Double back on that Ross Double back on that On that Gilles. damn Double back on that the What? That damn Kendrick Oh yeah tough oh, Double back damn. on that Big Sean at more life if you can stand it. Double back on that more life. You shouldn't have never took that more life out. You should have deleted that from your playlist. Shit, it's good shit out here this year. Young OVO animal. Um, what you got on deck for the weekend? I want to go see that new movie. Uh, Fast and the Furious Eight. Hell no. Oh, okay. God, threw up in my mouth a little bit from that. <laughs> oh, the black superhero kid. What's the name of that? Slither. Slight. Slight. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see Slight. 
That look all right, though. I'm going to go see that. I'm going to check out Slight this weekend. We're going to build and uh, do some more stuff with what we got going on. But what you got up? Um, I might go see that Fast and the Furious this weekend. I've been slipping no lately. Way. Um, like, Guardians of the Galaxy around the corner. Niggas still go to the movies to see Fast and the Furious. This is crazy to me. Absolutely. What? Matter of fact, you might be the only motherfucker that don't go to the movies to see Fast and the Furious. Clearly, they made a billion dollars. That's what I'm saying. Um, I'm also, after two, I thought it was dead. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> the website so soon. How soon? Sooner than y'all think Charlamagne got a shirt Niggas want shirts B I know man God damn Niggas like damn Charlamagne get a shirt I can't I've been listening since day one I know Trust me They're coming soon Be on the lookout for the website We got a new look Okay New name for the site Can't keep saying this A site that got renovated Tough Look nice Got got granite countertops now on the site Mm. Wood floors on the site Mm. T-shirts are on deck very soon Keep your Have eye out Have you sold out? No, 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 no Not yet Not yet Not yet Keep your eye on Lookout On Deck TV Podcast On IG and Twitter sure. Stay Follow updated We appreciate everybody listening Please go to iTunes Rate, subscribe Thank you for the people Who have rated Thank you for the people Who have subscribed For um, the people that haven't Go to iTunes Yep Or whatever you listen to podcasts on Let us know what you think About the podcast If you want to rate it one star It's cool Let us know why Yes If you want to rate it five it's cool too We want to know why uh, Rate the On Deck TV podcast At iTunes On Apple Man everything else Is everything else Look look for us on YouTube too Coming real soon Tough new videos Hello Good morning Oh and in case I don't see you Good afternoon Good evening And good night